Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. 31 Days of Horror. Oops, all werewolves. Back with me once again is my brother, the Texacano folk rock punk, Gabriel Lopez. Howdy y'all, howdy all y'all there out in MMFTG land. Thank you for tuning in again. We're talking today about Teen Wolf 2. Teen Wolf also. Came out a mere two years after Teen Wolf. Only two cast members returned, although four characters returned. Right. Uh, So it is directed by Christopher Leach. Screenplay by R. Timothy Kring. It says story by Joseph Loeb III and Matthew Weissman because it's the same story. <laughs> Even though they didn't write this screenplay, it's still their story. Well, is that because it's a based on story or based on character? But then it also you know says I mean? based on Teen Wolf by those oh, two gotcha. guys. So, uh, produced by Kent Bateman. Is he related? I, you know, to I meant Jason to look that Bateman? up. I saw that in the credits today he when I was rewatching it. Is the father of Jason and Justine. Well, you know, those uh Hollywood parents. I mean, clearly he did a good job I mean, getting his this kids was, in the biz. Yeah, it was Jason's first movie. He had been done some TV work before this, but um it's ninety-four minutes and the budget. It came out November 20th, 1987. Why not a month earlier for Halloween? Takes a long time to make such a shitty film. <laughs> the budget was between 4 and $7 million, and the box office was $7.9 million, which may be why we never got a Team Wolf 3. Yeah, I mean, that's really bad. I mean, they still made money. Not really. $2 million? The, I mean, it depends on what the budget actually was. But normally you right. got to make you twice spend about a million on advertising yeah. and yeah, usually, everything else. Usually you got to make back twice what you spent to be considered right. successful. Well, that's the problem with oh, this was a successful film, so let's use the exact same formula. But with another guy do that, it again. that nobody's heard of at the time. Well, he had done TV the same as Michael J. Fox. I mean, he did. As far as I know, at that time he had done one season of a show that was not picked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Uh, but his sister was already successful. I think so. Because she was in Family Ties with Michael J. Fox. There you go. Could be what they were thinking. The cast is Jason Bateman as Todd Howard, Kim Darby as Professor Tanya Brooks, John Aston as Dean Dunn, 
Paul Sand as Coach Bobby Finstock. So that is a returning character who is now a different actor. James Hampton as Uncle Harold Howard, returning actor and character. Mark Holton as Chubby, returning character and actor. Yes. Esty Chandler as Nikki. Stuart Fretkin as Rupert Stiles Stalinsky. New actor, same character, now with a full name. He was just Styles before. Right, well. Boof was just Boof and Styles was just Styles. Right. Robert Neary as Steve Gus Gustavison. Beth Ann Miller as Lisa Goldfluss. I don't remember who that is. Rachel Sharp as Emily. William H. Burton as Pug. David Burton as Peter. And Kathleen Freeman as Admissions Lady. I've seen we've seen her and stuff before. That missions lady? Yeah, she's she a, has a link here on her. Uh, oh, okay, yes. You'll recognize her character act. She plays lunch ladies and she was in the Blues Brothers and in, and plays counters and, 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 and its sequel. She was in Blues Brothers two thousand also. Good for her. Um, Naked Gun thirty three and a third, the final insult. Uh, so yeah, you're right. She has been in a lot of stuff that we have seen. I didn't realize she was also in Blues Brothers 2000. So this movie stars the Scott's cousin, Todd, who for some reason is being taken to college by his uncle, who is letting him know, unlike his son, that he might become a werewolf. Because now the secret's out. So at least they weren't pretending like yes. like the people one, in the community. Like the whole town hadn't heard about it. Right, exactly. So the cousin would have heard about it. At least they addressed that right away. Yes. That was the one part of writing where I was like, okay. And now dad's just turning into a wolf while he's driving down the street. Yeah, clearly. Well, at that point, nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah. You know, in this town. Um, And in fact, it seems like he's been recruited because they suspect he's a werewolf. Yes, because the coach. The coach is now. The high school is now at the college. Doing boxing instead of basketball. Right. And nobody cared that this kid had never boxed in his life. The coach right. gets him in on a clarinet. He he gives scholarship. him scholarship. No, gives him a boxing scholarship. Right. The guy it's, wants to study science, but he brings him in on a boxing scholarship. God, this reminds me of another reason why this movie. And is so apparently, bad. boxing is the big thing at this school. Right. And uh, John Aston, for the younger people out there, was. Gomez Adams on the Adams Family TV show. Also father of Sean Astin. Yes. I think technically he's adopted father. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. I think so. Uh, which I was it surprised me because Sean is a form of the name John. So I just assumed right. he had actually been named for him. But it's just a coincidence. Uh, still, big, big time guy. <laughs> been in a million things. Um, and, and, and I like John Astin. Yeah. But... He doesn't have a whole lot to do in this movie. No. Okay, and so it, in the first scene, right out the gate. Just, uh, sorry, I don't know if you need to finish more. No, 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 apart. They couldn't decide if they wanted to make a screwball comedy or an 80s John Hughes film. Uh-huh. And it would periodically, even the camera work would be like your uh, uh, police academy type shots. You know, just one... Two shots that they kept cutting back and forth and back and forth between of the, the dog and the coach on the couch uh-huh. and him beside just really your basic directing 
that you get with a lot of just screwball comedies, right? You know, police academies, and you yeah. know. But then they would try to have these more dramatic. They couldn't decide where they wanted to take it. Yeah. Okay. And they don't go full blown Animal House. Right. Though exactly. Styles seems like he's trying to get that movie started. Right. But it doesn't quite happen. There is, however, a musical number. And three, not one, not two, but three musical montages. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that. I, did, I saw the first one. When the second one happened, I was like, oh, we're doing this again. And then when the third happened, I'm like, holy right. shit. Yeah. What were they And for? that was part of the problem. There was no... Okay, so the first Teen Wolf... Sorry, I got a lot of thoughts on this. First Teen Wolf, I at least kind of cared about Michael J. Fox character. Uh-huh. You know, there wasn't a lot of time developing, but there was some charm to it. They rushed through this so quickly that I really didn't care. Yeah. At no point did, and I love Bateman, huge fan of Jason Bateman, especially yeah. his later, from the rest of development on. I love everything he's done. I'll yeah. watch anything he's done. But he's not like a Gary Oldman, uh-huh. where you see film to film, oh my God, he's so different, you know? Yeah. He's got, a, he's got a type and he sticks to it. Right. And he does it great. And I'll watch it over and over and over. It'll be more dramatic, like an Ozark. Or more comedic, like Arrested Development. But he's still just... But he's still Bateman, Bateman in it. Jason Bateman. Even as I watched a documentary about their podcast tour. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. He's he's just doing his Bateman. And it's great, and I love it. And it was... The only part I enjoyed of this film was seeing the early stages of that. Mm -hmm. But he still does it. And it's... As an actor, he kind of has this air of someone who doesn't want to be there... The character doesn't want to be there, isn't comfortable with the situation, mm-hmm. is just doing his best to survive. Right. But the script wasn't really written for that. Arrested <laughs> Development, Ozark, it's all built around that character uh-huh. quirk or flaw or whatever you want to call it. The script wasn't designed for that. So you have him, you can see the, the there's just something he's had his whole life of that kind of awkwardness. But it doesn't really fit with the character, especially he becomes a wolf too quickly and now has all this confidence. But it wasn't the only redeeming part of the film was that it wasn't interesting seeing those early ticks and those early mannerisms in Jason Bateman because he has them and they come out in every character he has. But the script was horrendous. You should. Uh, you should try to find if it's on YouTube or something. Uh, it's your move, okay? Which was his um, first sitcom that he's the star of. Mm-hmm. It's um, is it any good? I loved it at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's um, he's basically a kid who's always uh, scheming, mm-hmm. conniving, putting one over on the adults, right? And there's just one adult who's knows what he's up to and of course can't can't ever pin him down can't ever catch him out in front of anybody else but he's always tried to yeah okay yeah he's and um it's really good but i think it only yeah it's only got 18 episodes so yeah they took the same formula as the first i mean almost scene by scene at some parts mm-hmm. It was just exhausting. It was exhausting because it was just the exact same film, the exact same plot, the exact same story. We said last episode, second verse, same as the first, a little bit louder and a little bit worse. And it is not only just worse quality wise, but he's a bigger asshole than Michael J. Fox was. Yeah. I, I Because I, even when, like when Michael was playing basketball and not 
sharing the ball. He was trying to win the game. Right. He wasn't purposely being an asshole towards his teammates. He was just wrapped up in the game and trying to win. Sure. And once he became aware of what he was doing wrong, he he fixed it. Which Bateman does eventually. But he just turns into a real asshole pretty quickly. Right away. Right away. Yeah. And um, to the point where Styles is like, oh, yeah, be careful what you wish for. I was pushing for this and now but I regret it. That pissed me off too in the writing. Uh-huh. I mean, granted, it's a screwball comedy and I, I shouldn't expect too much. But Styles and Chubbs both uh-huh. should have been like, wait, this is the same shit we saw happen two right. years ago. Yeah. This kid's going through the exact same thing that seems to happen when you're a werewolf. Let's pull him aside and talk to him. Say, look. Instead of just being like, <laughs> right. hey, you're an asshole now, we're going to walk away. Right. When you guys encouraged it to begin with. They could they could have just said, now, now look, you're you're turning into a werewolf, so I just want to give you a heads up. <laughs> it's going to go to your head. Don't let it go to your head. Right. But that would have been made that it might have to be a different movie at some point. <laughs> right. We might have had to work on writing and crafting a yeah. new story yeah. to tell instead of repeating I the same damn film. liked... Um, I appreciated that Chubb was, uh, in this movie and that he seemed, uh, I don't know. He just seemed better, older, more, uh, he seemed a little more confident in himself. Mm-hmm. I felt like his character had grown and gone somewhere. Like he was in college, you know, he wasn't just the same kid that was in high school. Sure. He, um, he didn't have that much to do, but he just seemed a little, uh, you know, he's playing in an orchestra and he's right. He's, I think he's, he's doing all right in the boxing cause he's big and he's, but he's not an that. athlete. He shouldn't have been on the basketball no. team and he shouldn't have been on the boxing team. And, uh, he's, but being a big guy, I, mean, I guess, could, yeah, look at guys like Butterbean. Yeah. He, that might be to his advantage in boxing. As, as right. As but he, he was horrible at basketball. Doesn't he knock a guy out? He does knock. Yes. With the, he pushes him. First, he's been training. Right. But then they immediately, he starts trying to wrestle the guy. He pushes him <laughs> off the ropes, like in wrestling, and then just holds right. his fist out. Like he's doing a, a right. fencing move, and the guy runs into his fist. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, where they couldn't decide they wanted to be a screwball, yeah. slapstick comedy, yeah. or they wanted to be a 90s John Hughes film. Oh, uh, I do want to talk about the musical number. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it, it's, <laughs> there's a party, and... They immediately after he turned into a werewolf. Yeah. The next scene. Yeah. When he first went from this shy, goofy kid werewolf for an afternoon. Immediately now he has and a it's new suit like an and alumni. Song. Is this the alumni party? No, there was a different the alumni party was the one where Chubb was playing the musical instrument. Where the great line happens. What's that line? <laughs> and I remember laughing at when he came out, and I think uh Tobias used to always repeat the line, or maybe it was Danny. The dip goes flying through the air, and right before it hits her, someone just off camera, don't know who it is, just goes, dip, boom, and then it hits her. Like, they're trying to warn her oh. that dip is flying through the air. Right. And, oh, that, that line like just Like, you're going to know what up. that means, somebody else. Exactly. Like, just not duck, not look out, just dip. Like, this is a common occurrence right. that at, at one the, should know if you holler out dip. Yes. At the party, there's a bit of a fracas. And that, that was the best part of the whole right. damn movie. But again slapstick or you know are we doing slapstick or yeah. are we doing a 80s you know yeah Johnny so for some reason though at this uh, <laughs> this other party this like frat party or something he comes out on the balcony and starts performing do you love me i don't know if it's a ferris bueller thing we're doing here uh, that's what i, I immediately thought about 
because that's one of the songs that's the same song. Was Bueller before this? I'm no, I mean, sure uh, you know, La Bamba, Twist and Shout, Do You Love Me, they're all kind of the same song. Right, yeah, GC, I mean, it's a three-chord progression. but Right, but they have, not just that, they have some of the same elements right. in them. Anyway, it turns into not just him performing a song, but a musical number, because chore- choreography begins happening. Yes, and... It just drives me crazy. He's got the microphone for the first verse. Then he throws it away and starts yeah. dancing. Isn't singing anymore, but we still hear the singing. Yeah, we don't it's, see it's, his lips moving. It's a minor thing. So well, he was doing karaoke the whole time. No, he wasn't. He was. So he was lip syncing. Oh, well, absolutely. No, I mean, I know the actor was, but I think the character was also lip syncing. Maybe. But it they, certainly wasn't just, just. The whole thing just pissed me off. I mean, that's what we observe. We observe, if he's going to be a performer, he's singing, have the, him singing. We observe that the, and then dancing, that don't the have singing this continues happening exactly, when he's not while singing. Exactly, he's not, oh, that just, oh, I didn't, was not a fan of that. But one. yeah, the girls start, well, everybody start doing organized choreography. Yeah. But then it's the, well, and I mean, they had the dance number where, you know, in the first one where he's doing the, oh, people can't see my hands, but he's doing like the kind of thriller-esque type uh-huh. dance that then everyone starts doing along with him. Right, but, but yes, copying. these people already had this yeah, arranged. Yeah. They knew what to do, which is just kind of weird because it's just not that kind of movie. No, because they couldn't decide what kind of movie they wanted to do. They were just throwing mm. in everything that was successful. And I'm not opposed to that in general. I think if just it had been a better movie, I'm yeah, not opposed it, it, to just a musical number in the middle of a movie. Absolutely, I'm okay with it. I, I love That's all sorts of genre bending and yeah. and pushing the boundaries of what film can be. But I don't think any of this was artistic choices. To try to make some sort of statement or have right. some sort of effect. This was just lazy ass. <laughs> hey, we got this movie. We got this script. Push yeah. it through as a, we're going to make some money at the box office. Right. And that's why it failed. Now, the my favorite part of it was that actress, Boof. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Nikki this time, but it was the right. same character. She was great. She was the best part of it. Right. And I tried looking her up. She did maybe 10 films, TV guest spots. And then disappeared, hmm. and now is just a political activist. It has been for what about Booth? What did Booth do? I don't know what Booth. I don't, I don't think Booth not did much. Um, did you think? <laughs> I was unsettled by the science teacher. I kept thinking something inappropriate was going to happen with her, but it turns out that she's just a werewolf. Also, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I remembered it from being a kid, because maybe I did, but immediately I was like, "Oh, she's a werewolf." Mm-hmm. But then why? When the father or the uncle was trying to be so supportive and say, you know, I'll be here, he doesn't show up till way later in the movie. As soon as he had his first public, you know, he told his, his he's like, I told you mom and dad I'd look out for you. Well, as soon as he turned into a werewolf at the boxing match, uh-huh. he should have been over there that night. Hey, right. so you are a wolf no, he, now, let's talk yeah. about this. No, he doesn't come back till he's already fucked up and pissed exactly, off all his friends. Exactly. And I assume the werewolf community would be kind of small and tight knit. Yeah. He would probably know that this science teacher. Yeah was a werewolf and he should have said hey by the way your advisor right happens to be a werewolf too so if you do go through that maybe go talk to so, her or she could have pulled him aside well, that's and been the thing. like why not tell him soon and be like hey i'm a wolf too i get it let's talk we we um we've talked about the different types of werewolf movies mm-hmm. and the, the the werewolf's journey there's a werewolf among us and the secret lives of werewolves right somewhere off screen in this world is the secret lives of werewolves, but we learn nothing about it. 
Well, same in, we in, learn the, no, in the first one. Right, right. In both of them, we learn nothing. There is some kind of werewolf society, presumably, but we learn nothing about it. Right. It has no rules whatsoever. That could have been a better sequel. So, again, I would have... or if So we're doing a sequel, right? So it ends with the exact same ending yeah. of he decides no... I'm not going to be the wolf. I'm just going to be me and yeah. wins. Yeah. We know he has, it, he's been boxing for a and, semester. And then in, bo- in both movies, then it just ends. Right. He's been boxed with, it looks like he's going to talk to the pretty girl, but no, he goes back to Boof. Yeah. If they were going to have a sequel, then in this one, he should have, there should have been consequences for taking the high road and be doing right. the right thing. Because in life, you don't win when you have a moral and you have a conscience and you take the high road. In real More life. More often than not, you lose. In real life. Cheaters you, and frauds and hucksters and thieves win in this world. In real life. Not people with morals and conscience. He should have lost the fight like it was Rocky. There, there was no consequences. He decided it's some Disney-ass bullshit where the <laughs> Little Mermaid gets her voice back and gets uh-huh. to get married. He should have lost the fight. But it would have mattered more that he made the decision to become a person. Right. It didn't matter that he chose not to be a werewolf because he won anyway. In real life, Bullshit. When, when you turn off your targeting computer, you miss and the planet gets destroyed. Exactly. It was, oh. God. So what are you going to... It was... What rating? Okay, if, if I... If this had been Teen Wolf. Yeah. And then the Michael J. Fox was Teen Wolf 2. Uh-huh. I probably would have felt kind of the same. Mm. Like the reason okay. it was so bad is just because it was the exact same film. Uh-huh. His buddies yeah, were nobody... the same. They went through the same conflicts, yeah. the same. I mean, it was basketball. It was boxing instead of basketball. It was the science lab instead of the theater group. Uh, oh, the part where, okay, this is a guy who wants to go to school uh-huh. to be a, a veterinarian uh-huh. in college. And yet, when it comes time to dissect the frog, he's like, I don't know what's going on here because I've been too busy being a wolf. I did that shit in junior high. Yeah. He would have done that in junior high. He would have done it in his high school science classes, right. at least. Like, there just was no... And we never saw that. We never saw him having smarts. Right. Being an intelligent person. We saw him being a whiny-ass, basically, Bateman, yeah. which is a great <laughs> character. I love that character. But not a character that I care enough about that when he becomes an asshole right away. Yeah. You're, he's already, he's writing the line of, hey, I'm kind of an asshole, but I'm lovable. But I, yeah, I, I couldn't get close to the character. I didn't give a shit that people didn't <laughs> like him anymore. And again, I love Bateman, but God, just the wrong actor for the role or, you know, wrong script. They didn't match up. Same fucking movie. They didn't. And because they had already established this universe in the first one. It felt like the writers and directors and the whole crew was like, we can just blaze through this shit. And so, yeah, too many montages. So there was no character development. You know, if you hadn't seen the first one, you're not going to give a shit about styles or any of them. Fuck One. Can we give it a, a, what, what is it when the moon's not even in the damn sky? New moon. New moon. Yep. That's a weird name. Cause you don't even see it. That's what it's called. There's not a one in between that's completely black? That's the new moon. When it's completely... New moon's food, there's at least a slice. That's a horrible name. That's what it's called, man. What do you want me to do about it? Well, because that almost sounds positive. Oh, God. It was just so bad. I fucking hated it. (laughs) 
Yeah. I didn't even want to. I only finished it because of this. If I was watching it for any nostalgic you, reasons, you, I would have turned it off halfway. You through. can give it a the meteor hit the moon and broke it into pieces. Yeah, the rocket in the old black and white movie that yeah. lands in the moon's eye. That's okay. what this was. Okay. And I wanted to like it, and it should have been good. It uh-huh. could have been. I mean, you know, it's not going to be a Casablanca or Citizen right. Kane or any great movie. But for what it was, it could have been good. Uh-huh. He should have lost the boxing match. I would have cared. Okay. I would have cared that he made the choice, that he made the right choice, but there was consequences for it. Right. I didn't give a shit. And yes, it's a comedy. I get it. You're supposed to feel good at the end of it. Uh-huh. I'm giving it a uh, quarter moon. Oh, God. I, how yeah, can... Because. Wait, is a quarter? I mean, that's two. one out of four? That's two. That's two. That's two. two how can five. you give it a two? Two out of five. I, two means I didn't like it. I'm giving it a zero. I'm this is a on the scale. Of, you okay, I guess I'll give it a one. You haven't been watching all the movies I've been watching. <sighs> That's true. Um, there's one <laughs> that we watched this year that is much, much worse. Yeah. Uh, because it uh, makes the cardinal sin of being boring. And I, I hate this. Why I, I never want to do this. Because it does, no, it does no effects and it's boring. Right. Which this wasn't that. Oh, speaking of the uh, Chubbs actor, I yeah. saw that. Uh, I just felt the need to rant about this real quick. He finally got a decent role, a good role, like a lead role. He plays, I, I looked this up when I was looking to see what else he had been in. Uh-huh. Not only, I mentioned the last Mark, episode, he plays the greatest villain in movie yeah, history. Mark Holton. Francis in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He was brilliant in that. But he got, you know, his whole career, when there's parts that he could have maybe gone up for, of course, they just cast the pretty boy and put him in prosthetics. You know, they do that all the time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. If it's a decent role, they just give it to someone else and use makeup. But he, he apparently he played Gacy. Oh. And the movie's just called Gacy. Uh-huh. But it had like 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Which is sad because I would have liked to have seen him have a chance to shine. You know, for right. years he just, he showed up, he did his job being the butt of the jokes in the 80s, 90s yep. culture. He's, and he's still never, from from the what I've working. seen. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if if he's still getting any better. I feel he deserves a, a moment. He deserves a, a Qui-Gon... No, what's his name? That's going to sound horrible. Everything I wants. Data. And a, okay. A, a, yeah, a, yeah. A, a short round. Yeah, yeah. Quinn, Quinn... I don't know his name. I almost said Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> but, and that's definitely not the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of those moments, or a Brendan Fraser moment, or I feel the guy's just old. He put in his time, damn it. And I want to see him have a decent role that's not just well he's in something coming up next year called streamer all right well, a, horror, a horror film okay but yeah apparently the gacy film he was in leprechaun good. returns because he was in the original leprechaun okay Lepre- it's a direct- but was he the same yeah. kind of character was he still uh, just the comic I think he's, relief i think he um, has a i think he has a mental deficiency okay uh he was so leprechaun returns is a direct sequel to leprechaun there's seven of these movies all together. Oh, I thought there was even more than that. But a lot of them are, you know, either prequels or sidequels or there's one that's a reboot that nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. This one's a direct... I'm the leprechaun. This one's a direct sequel. The well he got shoved into at the uh, end of the first movie, he's coming back out of in this one. Sorry, one last kvetch about this film. So he does take the moral high ground uh-huh. and chooses not to be the wolf, but then Chubbs cheats. When, because he's he's losing the round and Chubb oh, yeah, takes yeah, that yeah, screw yeah. or that yeah. bolt, yeah. the nut, yeah. and throws it at the bell and rings it early. So he still cheated. Like, I felt they were taking away from it then. And then now Chubbs is the ultimately the villain. Mm-hmm. He's the cheater face cheater. 
such a horrible script. It was just horrible. There, you know, I felt, yeah, the Styles kid was trying his heart out. He was putting everything into it. And for the type of movie at sometimes it wanted to be, he was getting the job done. John Aston was completely wasted. He was definitely trying to be in a screwball comedy. Yeah. You know, was he was very much the, playing a college dean. Right. He, the coach was very much. Oh. And I, this is why I couldn't do this on a regular basis, I don't think. Because I hate, you know, a lot of, someone somewhere on that set was putting their heart and soul into that. So I'm sure Bateman new, was uh, the, the actress that I liked that quit yeah. or just did other things with their life was putting her heart and soul in it. And so I hate to tear down things that people tried really hard at. But damn it, it was bad. Our new styles is Stuart Fratkin, who is also in Ski School playing a very similar character. Oh, I'm sure he is. And they came from outer space with his ski school co-star, Dean Cameron. I, I remember the, the name Ski of, School. I don't remember He was the it. Dean Cameron was the star of Rockula that we were covered in a previous Ooh. 31 Days of Horror. That's, that that is a sound. fucking brilliant movie. Yeah? Tony, okay. Tony Basil's in it. I recognize the name. I know that name. And uh, Thomas Dolby. Okay. Don't know that name. You do. Uh, well, I might know he, the face. He's known for being blinded by science. Okay. The old guy? And the old guy. Never mind. Were you talking about weird science? Is that blinded no, by science? I'm talking about the song, She Blinded Me With Science. Okay. He's in that? He's the guy that sings the song, She Blinded Me With Science. Gotcha. They don't use that in the movie Weird Science? They might. I don't know. I think they do. I don't know. I think it might have been written for that movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm serious. Say. I think it might have been. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's going to wrap I up. I vaguely remember the music video for that the with the girl with the... Possibly. No, we're, that's, the, that's the song, Weird Science. Weird Science? Song. Okay, yeah. yeah. Different song. Bad 80s Different song. songs. Also a terrible movie. There's no science anywhere near that movie. No, probably not. <laughs> but I remember liking it as a young adolescent male well, for sure. obvious reasons. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm just, okay. I, it's... I, it's, it's, it's Fresh. I just watched it tonight. Right. So I'm still very upset about still this movie. Steaming. Okay, I think we need to wrap it up before your head explodes. No, it'll be okay. Folks, please follow us on all the things and like and subscribe and rate and review. You can find links to all our things on all the places at mmftg.com and consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mmftg where for... Uh, limited time maybe you can request the movie for us to do as a patreon exclusive as long as we have a manageable number of patrons. yes what's the one you have to do soon because we're that. doing ghost rider no twilight no you have to do that if you get enough if we get 100 patrons yes i knew there was some we had to plug yes. 100 patrons come on guys yeah. so yeah the deal is you can request if you want to hear dominic get as worked up as <laughs> i got about that about team wolf 2 then get some more patrons on there so we can we can hear yeah. him. The caveat lose is lose his you shit can, for Twilight. You can request the movie, but we might say no. For example, we will never do Twilight unless we get a hundred patrons. That also it, it it should go without saying that we're not going to be doing other Twilight movies. You can't. Well, oh. You can't. You can't say no, at, at two hundred. Oh, then you do. Well, no, I know Twilight too. No, I'm saying if you sign up today and you're like the seventh patron, you can't say, "Oh, we do New Moon Part 2? No. 
That'll be the 200 goal. That's a yeah, good goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 200, you can do Twilight 2. Like 300, that. Twilight 3. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Gabriel. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. Please don't misuse science, especially weird science. We won't see you. but Or science will... that will blind you. Yes. You will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.